CBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. I've been doing this show. I've been on the radio for several years. And the power of synergy is my theme because I knew that as a relationship coach, people wanted to know how to be more powerful in a good way. What is synergy? Synergy is what we create when we come together. There's a very popular expression that the total is worth more than the sum of its parts. That's especially true with humanity. What we are when we're alone completely changes when we come together. And that is powerful. But power comes with responsibility and responsibility demands accountability. I was going to do my show today video because a lot of the people that I've been talking to in the past few days, especially today, have wanted so much to know what this show is going to be about. This is a special show. I went out to talk to people personally. Yeah, I like to have people call in and ask me questions. And usually when people call in to ask me questions, I love to give them answers right on the spot, whatever is important to them. But they don't really call in as much as they talk to me on the street or in the store. And I said to myself, you know what? This week, I really want to reach out to my listeners and my, when I have video, viewers. But we're having technical difficulties right now. I'm in an area where, you know what? Technology has a mind of its own. But I promise the people that I spoke to earlier today, you're going to love what I have to say because I actually did it in the form of survey questions. And they loved answering the questions. I thought they might be, you know, a little hesitant, maybe even a little defensive or suspicious about my motives. But I was so happy when they were open and honest and grateful just for me listening. <laughs> what a concept. We live in a society where everybody has an opinion and everybody wants to be heard. Well, yeah, okay, maybe it's time to listen. And there were even people that I met today on Camelback Road in the downtown Phoenix. Well, no, maybe that's uptown Phoenix, but it's in Phoenix, the business parks of Phoenix. And I was talking to people. They really were opening up things that I, I didn't even ask about because these are very powerful subjects, relationships. Some people, the minute I said relationship coach, they, they pulled back a little and Okay. Okay. <laughs> I said, it's okay. These aren't going to be tough questions, but they are going to demand some thoughts on your part. And then they said, wow, okay, go ahead, go at it. Let's see if I can, if I can do this. Yeah. By the time we were done, we had a really good time. So thank you. First of all, thank you so much for everybody who participated. And let me just tell everybody in the beginning, okay, what the five questions that I was asking people personally and directly today in their place of work. And there were, there were a few restaurants and shopping areas that I went into. But for the most part, it was when they were busy doing something that they do all day, every day. I asked them five questions. The first one, you've got to love this one. If a man is in love with a woman, if he truly loves her, will he wait to sleep with her? You know what? I, first of all, I'm sorry I didn't say this. I spoke to a total of 128 people, okay? And it was about over seven hours. 114 people said, yeah, he'll wait. Huh? 14 of them said, no. And I, those people, I said, well, should he? And uh, I think not. 
that, you know, you got to move on. I'll tell you why I'm happy that 114 people said yes, because I was really afraid that a lot of people in the world, especially in this society, I won't call it a culture, are cynical and they're suspicious because shows, stupid shows like Sex in the City are depicting both men and women as very selfish and very um, suspicious and defensive. Like, you know what? You don't really love me or there's no point in even asking for what I need. When you ask someone, will you please do me a favor and wait for me? I'm not ready to do this yet. You know what? Men, men are pretty cool and they do respect women's feelings and they are willing to wait. 114 out of 128 men said, yeah, I'll wait, especially if I love her. Oh, and, and one other thing. I love this one too. A guy said to me, you know what? You just know when you know. And yeah, if a woman is in that place inside of you, you'll, you'll go to the ends of the earth for her. You'll wait and you will not wait and you will share and you will not share because when you know she's the one, there, there's nothing you won't do for her. And I said, well, you're so sweet. I almost cried. <laughs> that was a wonderful thing to say, which brings me to then the next question. Okay. And this is a, a, a thought, a concept that I, I believe that a lot of people are very convinced of. The question is, you, do you believe that you don't really know someone until you've dated them for at least 90 days? And a lot of people said, yeah, you know what? Make that six months. A few people said a year. Out of 128 people, 126 of them said, yeah, at least at least 90 days. 50% of them said longer. Six months was a real popular answer. Two of them said no. And I'll tell you why they said that. And they said, there are just certain signs you can immediately tell about somebody just by being around them, there are signs. The problem is people don't really want to pick up on what you know. Sometimes it's just right in front of your face. Sometimes people are in denial about things and it takes them 90 days or longer to come to grips with what that really, that person really is. Ooh, that was good. I wrote that down because I thought, hmm, no. I wonder how many people truly believe that. They're just not going to say it. Okay. And then the next question that I asked is, if a man cheats on you, sexually has an affair with another woman, has he already left you in his heart too? And I asked that question because that was one of the first things my husband said to me while we were dating. A man never accidentally cheats on a woman. If he's not with you physically anymore, he's not with you mentally, emotionally. But I wanted to verify that. I wanted to verify that because I know in a lot of ways my husband's not like other men. So I said, is that true? Now, again, out of 120, let me pull out my numbers here. 122 of them said, yeah, he's gone. And a lot of the, the people, now I didn't separate how many of the 120 were men and how many were women because it went a little longer than I thought it would. But four of them said, no, you know what? Your body is one thing, your heart and mind are something else. Okay, good. only four people, because for the record, all my listeners, if you're wondering when I was talking to you, I disagree with, with those four people. I agree with my husband. If a man really does love you, he will stay with you sexually, physically, mentally, and emotionally, because they're all intertwined, which leads me to my fourth question was, is sexual compatibility so important 
in a marriage, in a relationship, but mainly in a committed marriage, is compatibility so important that if you are not compatible in that area, but you are compatible in other ways, would you have to leave the relationship? Well, you know what? That's a deal breaker for eight people. 120 of them said, no, you can work through that. You can absolutely work. Or you can change over time. Once you have gone through certain things in your life, you're not going to be the same person that you were when you got together. So excellent communication is the key. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, in uh, the Camelback area. (laughs) Because that brings me to my final question. And all of these will be incorporated into my show today, the things that I'm going to be telling my listeners, so not viewers today. Um, Do people actually change, genuinely change over time, or do they just let their guard down and become a more revealed version of what they always truly were? Do people change? Well, you know what? I didn't realize so many people would love this question because, again, response out of 128 people, um, here we go, 70, 70 people said, yeah, people change over time. 58 people said, no, you're just, you're just getting more relaxed because you don't care as much about putting on the show. And you realize that just, just be honest. <laughs> you can't be honest. It's too much work to put up the front. Well, you know what? The great thing about the 70 people who said, yeah, you changed. They said it in a good way. When, when I said the word change, I was actually talking about, well, you know what? I liked you before, but I don't like you now. You've changed into something weird. You've changed into something bad. 60, let me see, I just confirmed. 66 of the 70 people who said, yeah, you change over time. It was a, you grow and you expand and you, you learn and you improve who you are as a person. And that's what makes your relationship great. Now, some people said, yeah, some people are never going to change. They don't change. And, and people are the way that they are. Well, well, but a lot of people have that, that little spark, that flame of hope inside of them. And they said, I would change. I would change because I want to be a better person. And that's the great part. That has nothing to do with the other person, who you are. If you are a good, good quality soul, you will want to learn and grow. And that's what I was hoping for the people who would be listening to me today, the ones who would be checking out my website, the ones that I was speaking directly to, just in a socially casual but very um, provocative right way <laughs> about a conversation topic everybody wants to talk about. And, yep, I'm talking about it today. Relationships, they're about sex. And I love the fact that, People said, some people came right out and said it, sex is everything about a relationship because it's the manifestation of your mind and your heart and your body. No, you don't separate your heart from your body when you truly love someone. So what I'm going to do now is pull out my um, outline of the the topics that I want to go over today. Just a real quick overview for the people who might be listening in while they're at work because I understand 4 o'clock in Arizona. You're still technically at work. (laughs) So what we're going to be talking about today, in the first part, we're going to be talking about time management, the overview of womanhood. Men don't understand women, but there are certain things that need to get done in life, and women do a lot of them, okay? The second part, we're going to be talking about 
great personality, smart and gorgeous, you can have one, sometimes two, never all three. We're going to be talking about that. The third segment, you know what? We've been just misinformed about the opposite sex, so we kind of approach it with a negative attitude. Let's go ahead and stop that from happening. And finally, your authenticity in the closing part. When, when you're with yourself, you need to be honest. That's the only way you'll be able to be honest with others. How can we do that as men and as women individually and then when we come together? So we're going to take our first commercial break. Actually, there's no commercials. You're welcome. <laughs> take a time just to recenter and think about these things when we come back. We'll start with our first topic. My name is Gabrielle Cardona. This is The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. Welcome back to The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona. Now, ordinarily, I would let my listeners know the phone number to call in and ask me questions. But today, I'm going to be talking about things that, with the five questions that I described, uh, there's a lot of subtopics, but there's a lot of information I want to give people to think about. And next week, I'll open up the phone lines again. So you're, I know my listeners are going to be thinking about these things and probably have some great questions to ask me next week. But let me just start out by saying that men and women are never going to fully understand each other because we are so different. But one of my favorite things to tell people is, even if you're not religiously inclined, a biblical person, Proverbs chapter 31 is a, is a great sort of description, a job description of what we as women do. We can do everything all day long. We are great multitaskers. Let me just tell you guys, men, yes, I'm speaking directly to you now. Sometimes I'm going to be speaking to women, but men, we have the same number of synapses in our brains, but the reason why women can be so hard to understand is because you guys stay in one part of your brain really, really, really for a good extended period of time and for an intense way. We go from one hemisphere to the other. That's why we're so great at multitaskers. In fact, studies have shown that the more you go from one hemisphere to the other, the more you are able to combine more and more activities with less and less effort. Yeah, that we're wired pretty fabulously. I think we're good. Now, some of the things that I want to bring out that we do, okay, I think there are one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, things that are mentioned in this particular chapter of this particular book is, um, first of all, her husband trusts her completely with his whole heart. 
at verse 11. When a man completely trusts a woman, there's absolutely nothing else like it in the world. Complete trust is peace of mind. And yes, that absolutely is possible. People are cynical and they're doubtful and they're, they're concerned. But you know what? It can happen. It just, again, takes work. Then the next one, verse 12, she rewards him with good, not bad. Okay, well, you know what? That sounds kind of simple. But the fact is, it goes back to, again, ladies, if we're not doing and being good things, we're, we're probably defaulting into something negative. Men are very, very affected by our negativity and our unhappiness because they do care so much about us. The next one is, I love this one especially. She um, is resourceful, bringing things in from afar. We have a great judgment of how to do things in a creative and resourceful way. And we can make things happen just because we have that ability to see things from so many different perspectives and seizing opportunities that we are aware of. Yeah, you know what? That brings to the next one that I like is in 14 and 24. She buys a field, knowing how to do business and negotiating with managing production. She, she is an amazing business owner. She doesn't have to necessarily work eight hours a day for someone else. She is the director of her own operations because she, when she knows how to buy a field, she knows how to manage money. When she does business, she knows how to negotiate. When she has to sell that product or produce that particular um, fruitage, basically of the field, she is aware of all of the facets of what go into that and how to execute all of the different activities. Now, the great thing is, especially in verse 20, she's very generous. A woman who is generous has an endless supply because when we're giving and giving and giving, we have more and more and more to give. That's the beautiful thing about nature. Now, 26. Oh, no, 23. Verse 23 says, her husband is known in the city because of her. He actually has a good reputation because people are talking about her in a good way. Ladies, do we believe that we can actually be something so amazing that the, the man in our life is known because of us? I, that might actually be news to most people. And, and some people would say there's no way that's true. Ask a man, ask a man, ladies, if he agrees with that. And the next one, it kind of corresponds to the next one. She speaks with wisdom and kindness. That's in verse 26. Women know how to speak with wisdom because we have experience from doing all of these different things. But the message that we deliver is with kindness. That's consideration and thoughtfulness and genuine appreciation for other people's feelings. And most importantly, verse 28, she knows how to get in a good mood. She's happy. <laughs> yes, she knows how to stay in a good mood, not based on what's going on around her, but because she does have that internal resourcefulness. Ladies, we have a lot of ability to do a lot of things. Men, they're pretty simple creatures. They don't have to do a lot of things. Well, you know what? When we're having the babies, when we're doing things around the house, when we're taking care of errands, yes, even when we're going to a job, we have to be good at what we're doing all the time, but it's a good thing. That's exactly how we're built. So we're going to stop trying to compare ourselves to men and be fabulous at being women. Now that demands things like 
time in money management. Yeah, that can take one to two hours a day just dealing with money. Okay, well, managing communication and relationships. When we know what we're doing, that is a three-hour investment every single day that people in our lives need our time and attention. Yeah, we can do that. But again, when we combine those tasks, they overlap, right? We can multitask. The next thing we have to do as women that men might not be aware of, administrative. Yeah, we have to make phone calls and do paperwork and record keeping in addition to all of our to-do lists and make planning and adjustments and physical labor in the house. Now, my husband, I love him more than anything, but he doesn't realize cooking a meal is not just about the cooking. It's also about the cleaning up afterwards. If you do three meals or an hour and a half each day between the um, the preparation and the cleaning and the oh, all the dishes and all that stuff, sanitation, organization, yeah, five to six hours a day just from the cooking, the cleaning, running errands. Okay, there's no neutral energy while you're doing this. It's either positive or negative. If as a woman, we are not using our energy while we're doing all of those things in a positive way, everything that we are doing is affected by that, including the people in our lives. Ladies, do we know how we feel? While we're doing all of these things, when we're multitasking, one of the toughest things for us to do is to take care of ourselves. Really good care. Well, the only way you can take care of yourself is if you know what you need. You have to know what you need before you can give it to yourself. And one of the, the biggest complaints that I heard men say to me today is, I, I don't know what she wants. <laughs> So let me just say that show Sex in the City, one of the things that made my jaw drop about what she said, she literally was going through his things looking, it, I, mean, I think it was his pants. In his pants pocket, he had a jewelry box. It was a ring. She got so scared at the idea of committing to him. She ran over to the sink and she puked because he wanted to give her his life and she was committed to her. Okay, so the, the worst part of that was when she was talking to her friends, she actually said, it was a horrible ring. How can I be with a man who doesn't know what I want? Well, here's a thought for you, sweetheart. How about you tell him? How are you just telling? You know what? Men would love to make women happy. And they're extremely generous when women are direct and honest. Just tell them the truth and don't make it something melodramatic. But you can't tell them the truth if you don't know the truth, which again goes back to one of the ladies that I spoke to about question number five. You know, are you changing or are you just getting to know yourself better? How long does it take to truly get to know yourself? Hmm. Okay, let's think about this. And yeah, we're talking really about what matters, growing and changing, expanding. Do you truly change who you are, your nature, or do you just become more honest with other people because you're becoming more honest with yourself? Ladies, we have a lot of power to do things with men, to men, for men. Do you believe that? And do you believe that if you use your power in a great way, a man will absolutely reciprocate? If you say to him, this is what I want, this is what I need, They'll say, okay, great, thanks for telling me. 
Or will he say, well, then I certainly don't want to be with you. What do you think? Okay, so we're going to go ahead, take another break. I'm going to go into the very specifics about women. First, we're going to start with the physical because men say, yeah, she can have a great personality. She can be smart and she can be beautiful. You can pretty much always have one of the three. Sometimes if you're lucky too, you'll never have all three. Well, let's start with the gorgeous. My name is Gabrielle Cardona. This is the Tower of Synergy on CBS Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona, and today we're talking about female power. Women have amazing power in relationships. You might not realize it at all times, but when you know, if you know the power that you have, what's your responsibility? How do you wield that power? How are you accountable? Do you even think? You're accountable for it, ladies. There's a lot of of noise. I don't even want to call it information. I was going to say information, but just noise going around about who we are and what we are and how we should be. Well, thank goodness most of the ladies that I spoke to today know. They knew that a lot of what's in the media, what's on television and in movies and on the Internet, it's not true at all. But something that women and men have always cared about is the physical beauty, the aesthetically pleasing woman that men are always going to be attracted to a beautiful woman. But again, can a woman be smart and have a great personality and gorgeous? Are they mutually exclusive? Well, you know what? Let's talk about what what is gorgeous. One of the things my father told me when I was growing up is how you feel really is going to be a huge factor of how you look. If you take an aesthetically pleasing body part away from the rest of the body, right, the person itself, just looking at what someone would describe as, yes, that's a very nice insert the the body part. Well, you know what, how she's carrying it, how she's feeling, how she is accessorizing it, how she is covering it with clothing. There are different things that you can do with something good. Well, well, then, if that's the case, then you can take something that's not the best and alter it in some way, aesthetically improve it in some way. But let's start with your face. Ladies, if you have a, a beautiful face, you do. If you don't, you don't. How important is that to a man? What do you think? I'm not going to say for men. Just ask yourself, what do you believe? Well, How do you make your face gorgeous if, you know what, you don't necessarily have good cheekbones or good lips or good eyes? Well, when you smile, you're really pretty. Smiling is very, very attractive and it's very contagious. Yes, you do need to have good 
skin. Let's talk about how you take care of yourself. Give yourself a facial. Cleanse, tone, mask, moisturize. At home, not in a salon. Do it. Why? Why would you do that for yourself regularly? Because it makes you feel good about you. This is the way you need to go. Make your face smile by taking time to take care of you. Aesthetically, yeah, but emotionally, when you take care of you, personally, by yourself, for yourself, you're telling yourself you're worth it. When you know that you're worth it, you're different when you walk in the room. Your face is more likely to smile. And hello, this is the most important part. It's a real smile. Do you think people can tell when it's a fake smile? Does it matter to you when you're being real or when you're being fake? Of course it does. If you're concerned about your face, yeah, well, you know what? When your skin is clear, it's okay if your nose isn't the best or if your lips aren't the best. Go ahead and put some petroleum jelly, just Vaseline on your lips. It feels really good when you have those puffed and squishy lips. Then you look different. When you smile, your eyes look different because your heart feels different. Okay, well, how about your body? Well, a man really wants a woman with a great body? Really? Okay. Well, is that a deal breaker for him? What do you think? Yes. Let's go ahead and just say there are certain body parts. They're just going to be the way that they are in this shape. You can get them bigger. You can get them smaller. The best it can be an optimum health your body, you can do things like stretching. You know, even if you don't have the right size in your taste, you can still, still move those body parts in an aesthetically very beautiful way. If you have flexibility in your body, when you walk, you are going to walk differently. And that's about how you carry yourself. If you have an exercise routine, no matter what your workout, walk more each day and stretch before and after you walk. Yeah, it is going to take you an extra hour, maybe two a day. Is it worth it? Question is, are you worth it? And one of the best things that walking and Stretching just as a lifestyle routine will help you with when you don't have a lot of energy, the question is, are you tired and you actually need to sleep or do you just kind of have the low energy so you need kind of a little pick-me-up? When you stretch, you get your blood flow going. It will either help you sleep in a better quality state or it will give you that little extra energy Keep you going so you won't need the caffeine because when you need caffeine, you're going to crash. Stretching will help you clarify which one you are. That will then help you take care of yourself, which again will put you in a good mood. How important is your face to a man? How important is your body to a man? Not as important as they think. When your face is beautiful and your body is beautiful, men will be very attracted to you. And yeah, we really do care. Otherwise, we wouldn't spend so much money on our clothing and makeup and jewelry. Okay, well, that brings me to that part, synthetic augmentation. Yeah, makeup and jewelry and clothing, if you're doing it to cover something bad, you're going to be resentful. You're not going to be gorgeous because you're not going to be happy. All it's supposed to do is augment what you already have. So think about this. The next time you go to get dressed, 
to accessorize, to, you know, add some style and flair to your appearance, ask yourself, am I wearing this particular thing to distract someone away from something I don't like about myself? Or is it enhancing something that's already very beautiful in your own eyes? Do you love what you have? If you do, you know what? You can wear the completely wrong necklace or that shirt, that skirt, that dress, earrings, whatever. And you're still going to look really good because it will look not like a fashion mistake, but a fashion statement. Do you know that your feelings while you're wearing things are going to create your whole appearance? Do you care about that? Yeah, of course you do. We do care about how other people think of us, both men and women. Okay, but when we're thinking about what are people thinking about me, the attitude of, well, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, yeah, let's be honest, it does. But we have been so misinformed about men. As women, we don't really know how men are, so we sort of approach everything with the defensive mentality of, I don't care. If you hurt me, it's not going to hurt me. Well, that makes you look really ugly. And secretly inside, don't we kind of already know that? So then the next part, we're going to be talking about our emotional constitution. You know what? How much does our positive feelings, how much do our positive feelings determine our happiness and how much do our negative feelings determine that? We're going to talk about both of those when we come back. My name is Gabrielle Cardona. This is the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. Welcome back to the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardoni. So we're talking today about men and women and the power that women have in relationships because men do care. They really do care so much about how women feel and what they think and what they do. And they're very sad and they're very worried about women being unhappy because they do care so much. Do you know what? Unfortunately, women, especially in my generation, have been very misinformed about men. We've kind of been told that men are the enemy. Women are the competition. You have to be aggressive. You have to be confident, which translates to arrogant. Okay. But our beauty, our physical beauty is really about our happiness. And so in this part, we're going to be talking about emotional. And these were the questions really, again, that I was asking the people this morning about how important are these things in a relationship? How many of them are deal breakers? All men kept saying to me is, God, it's so hard. I don't know what to do. And it's so stressful and it costs so much money. And 
you just can't win. She's never happy. Okay, well, think about the the favorite line in my my one of my favorite movies. Get in a good mood. It was Lloyd Dobler. It was simple, not easy because he actually said, "How hard is it?" And she very snidely said, "Well, gee, it's easy." Ladies, is it easy for us to get in a good mood? Only if we know how to. If we have taken care of ourselves, gotten to know ourselves. Yeah, then a man's not going to be the one to determine whether we're in a good mood or we're not. He's just going to come onto the scene and say, hmm, do I want to be a part of who and what you are before I ever showed up? Ah, see, that's the key. So let's talk about emotions and humans, how much emotions affect humans. Okay, so negative feelings, anger, jealousy, resentment, and bitterness. If they're there, they're, they're there. Okay, don't smother them or try to deny that they're there. Deal with them and then let them go. One of my favorite principles just in life for both men and women is don't go to bed angry. Hmm, yeah, you know what? That's, that's easier said than done. How in the world are you supposed to forgive and forget? No, you don't have to forget. Just work through the negative feeling. And this is something that pretty universally people that I was talking to today could agree upon. You got to work through the feelings by talking. Talk about it. It's okay. You can. But again, the negativity while you're talking is going to stop you from succeeding. You have to be able to say, yeah, these are my bad feelings. I'm very angry right now, or I'm very afraid right now, or I'm very anxious. And I don't, I don't trust you because of things that are going on. Can couples, men and women, come together and work through those feelings? Absolutely. You just have to be direct. But the most important thing is being mature and respectful. I actually spoke to a lady on the bus yesterday. She doesn't know if that's even possible. Disrespect and verbal abuse is just part of a relationship. No, actually, it's not. It doesn't have to be. You can have negative feelings without negative behavior. And this is a list of things that I wrote down I made note of. The media has told women that men are selfish and they're stupid and they're superficial and they're disrespectful and they're dishonest and they're abusive. What? Actually, that's not true. Men are really cool. They're very vulnerable to women and they're very sincere in their intentions and they're very generous in what they're willing to give and do and be because they're very willing. And along with that, they're very hardworking. They're willing to work hard and they're extremely committed when they know that there's something to commit to. They're afraid to say it because they're genuinely worried that they're going to be misunderstood or judged. So let's talk about positive feelings. Gratitude and appreciation, some recognition, those are positive feelings. Joy, yeah, having that peace when you have genuine calmness in your heart and joy in your heart, you're going to smile and laugh more. You're going to be more relaxed and say, I do need to have this good feeling inside of me. It's genuinely not there. Okay, so do you know what you need? To get those feelings there? Do men know what you need? Are you just willing to tell them the truth? 
Yeah, if you know that he's willing to work and make the sacrifice for you, do you appreciate that enough to work with him to reciprocate? One of the great things a lady told me in the office was, you're constantly learning about yourself. And, and it doesn't matter. She had been in a relationship. I don't know if it was 10 or 15 years. I, I think I might have confused her with another lady who'd also been in a relationship for a long time. She said, you, you, don't, you have to be willing to talk all the time about everything or you're both going to go crazy. Do not let the sun set with you angry. And that means you have to be happy. Again, there is no neutral energy. It's either positive or negative. And indifferent of, I don't care. That's actually very negative. So when you say, what gets you in a good mood? This is another thing that I, I really like to explain about sex. There are four different things that happen in a human orgasm, four different chemicals that the brain releases. There's dopamine, there's oxytocin, there's serotonin, and there are endorphins. Wow. That's a lot. That is extremely powerful. That's probably why so many people masturbate, because they need all four of those things. They're very addictive, all four of them. Very powerful hormones, okay? But you know what? All four of them happen when you laugh, too. All four of them. Now, in a different percentage, dopamine is not oxytocin, and it's not serotonin, and endorphins are not the same thing as serotonin and oxytocin. Okay, they're different hormones. They do different things, but all four of them happen simultaneously when you laugh. So here's what I, I tell ladies, my, my female clients, you have to have things immediately accessible to you and that you are very comfortable reaching out for that make you laugh. I'll give you some examples of mine. I have things that my kids have said or done in writing or in pictures that make me laugh so hard. One of the things that I love was I was telling my son about a malicious bus driver one morning in Phoenix. And I said, tell me that this was a good thing, that what happened was a good thing. And he said, yeah, it was, because you met people you never would have met before. And you have, you know, a good experience that made you a better person. And I said, wow, thanks, sweetheart. And he goes, I still would have kicked the back tire. <laughs> Do you have any idea how hard I <laughs> I'm imagining my son kicking the back tire because the bus pulled away. Oh, my God, that laughter. The rest of the day, I kept playing that back in my mind. And every time I laughed, three different people would turn around and look at me. And they would just watch me giggling because laughter is contagious. Yeah, you have to be truly positive. And laughter is the best way to do that. Have those things for yourself, and that will make you beautiful, physically, because emotionally. And the last part of our show today, we're going to talk about mentality, your mental energy, your mindset, making you a beautiful and powerful woman. What's going on in your mind is very, very influential on men. They are profoundly affected by it. So let's get that in a high-quality place, too. We'll talk about that when we come back. This is The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio, and I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona.
Welcome back to The Power of Synergy on BBS Radio. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona, and now we're going to be talking about the mental constitution of a woman and her power. What power does her mind have? We're talking about the physical, yeah, men are very affected by a woman's physicality, right? Her face, her body, her accessories, her appearance. Okay, but emotionally, she can be very, very influential, but the source of her Feelings are her thoughts. So let's talk about our mentality. Ladies, your attitude, it's either positive or negative. Your attitude is your general approach to everything in life. Is your attitude positive or negative? You know. You know the truth. Do you actually know the truth about yourself? Have you taken the time to just an inventory? What do you believe? That's the foundation of your attitude. Do you have expectations? Do you have the genuine value system of what are your convictions? Not negotiable. What to you really truly is so important that it has to be always honored by someone else? Your attitude is going to be based on what your passion is, what your priorities are, that you have convinced yourself as concepts and ideas are the most important thing in your life? Do you know your philosophy about how you approach things in your life? You know what? There are certain things that you need to be unconditionally, no matter what anyone else is or does. The four things I always tell people, respectful and honest and direct, and intelligence. A woman can be very honest and very direct and still be respectful. She can be she can be intelligent and still be respectful. Unfortunately, a lot of people, a lot of women especially, think they have to be aggressive or manipulative in order to be influential. No, you don't. Or evasive and immature. No, you don't. One of the things, oh my gosh, I'm just going to say this because it came into my mind. One of the things Carrie on that show, she was out thinking about how stupid she was being and how immature and manipulative and evasive she was being. And she said, okay, maybe I just need to apologize. Oh my God, that was painful for her to acknowledge. She just needed to apologize for her behavior. She was all kinds of ready to, you know, make peace with him. Well, he said or did something, and she was waiting for him to apologize. To, well, he didn't apologize. She literally became a different person and said, well, if he's not going to apologize, I am not going to first. And I'm like, what? Why not? Just apologize. Do you have personal standards to be a good person no matter what anyone else says or does? Can you? Can you have those good values. I'm telling you, one of the most important things is knowing when you need to take care of yourself in order to be in a high quality state. Take a virtual break. Literally, take a time out for yourself. You know what? For 48 hours, well, five minutes, would the world be able to keep going without you having technology in your hand for 48 hours? 
and you were taking care of yourself, would the, the bills still get paid? Would the meals still get cooked? Would the errands be run by someone else? If you were alone for an extended period of time, getting yourself into a high-quality spiritual state, would everything still be okay? Yeah, it would. And your, your attitude of being peaceful and being relaxed and confident, trusting others that you didn't have to control them, that would change your physical constitution. It would change your emotional approach. It would change your mental perspective. Yeah. When you have the good time to say, I am now not doing things that, like, respectfully and honestly and intelligently, I'm being aggressive and evasive and manipulative and immature. Okay, that's because I've become a very toxic person, soul, right now. I'm going to take a step back. Now, think about this principle, this concept of surrender. You have to surrender in order to do that. When someone says, you know what, I let it go. I just let it go. No, they didn't necessarily let it go if they don't have peace around it. Indifference is not the same thing as surrender. When you say, I don't care, that's not loving. And that's not peaceful. It's not spiritually healthy to say, I don't care. We do care. Humans care very much about other humans, and we're vulnerable to what other people say and do. But when we're in a good quality state, we take those good feelings that we have and put them into the negative situation to say, I genuinely hope that the situation gets better. That was a great thing about all the people that I spoke to today. I really wanted to look at them all in the camera because I was so excited. I was so excited to talk to them. Yeah, you have a good attitude because you're hopeful and you're positive. When your approach is hopeful and positive, it means there's peace in your heart. Saying you don't care hurts people. It hurts you because you're in a very, very defensive state of mind. And that makes your behavior confrontational with others. You can be honest without being hurtful. You can be generous without conditions or expectations. And you can trust people up front, in the beginning, without being judgmental. You have the choice. Yes, you don't have to change people. You don't have to control them. But what I was talking about this morning, I couldn't believe this man said, only God can change someone. No, I'm going to wrap up my show today talking about something that I have very, very passionate feelings around. When you are passionate about being a good person, you do change people. You might not change their lifestyle. You might not change their mindset. You're not going to change their value system. You can change their energy. And that's what synergy is about. When you come together, there is no neutral energy. Your positive energy makes their energy better. That good energy creates something powerful that the universe, the world, other people are affected by. You have to be proactive and positive and content. That makes you a beautiful woman. 
men really do love a beautiful woman who has positive energy. When she smiles, she glows. Take care of yourself. Have that positive energy. It will make the world a better place. Every month I've decided now, the first show is going to be about MBTI personality stuff. And the last show of the month is going to be about these topics, just relationships in this context. So next week, I'm going to open up the phone lines because I know a lot of people are having questions and thoughts about what we said today. Covered a lot of stuff today. So next week, I'm actually, I may end up changing the time to a weekend slot. I don't know if that's going to be anytime soon, but I'm going to talk to my producer about that too. For the time being, we're going to keep the show at this uh, hour, 4 o'clock Pacific time, 5 o'clock Mountain time. Okay, and the number is 888-627-6008. If you have a question that you want to pose before the show that I can answer because you can't call in, go ahead and email me at synergyrelationshipcoaching at gmail.com. We started the show a little bit late, so wrapping up a little bit late, but remember, there is no neutral energy. You are either positive or negative. And energy is always contagious. You have power. Power comes with accountability because it's responsibility. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. My name is Gabrielle Cardona. This is the Power of Synergy on BBS Radio.